1: All right, here we go. We do a podcast. Thanks, Thomas. you do a wonderful job introducing us. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, today I have actual stories. Wow, we know, I feel like we haven't done that in a while.
2: You know, some days it's just uh, things, uh, observations that we see right. in the world and things we are complaining about. Today, I have actual stories. If these weren't actual stories, Jerry, would they be printed on this paper? They would not be. They would not be, Jerry. That's they right. would not. Uh, they wouldn't exist. But these are actual stories. Oh, we've got to from find a, the source, but from yes. actual news sources. Nice. My first story is a study, Jerry. You know how we enjoy a good study. We do every enjoy now a good and study, and, yes. And we have, uh, we talk about dieting and uh, being a vegan. Yeah. And uh, Spike Eskin, who now runs this uh, radio station, he is a vegan. I know. I don't understand. This study says that vegan men fart seven times more than
1: non-vegans have you noticed this about spike i I have not i've not been
2: around spike when i either heard a fart or smelled a fart
1: is that because a lot of their diet consists of black beans kidney beans i guess it's a high fiber
2: diet sure so that'll uh make people fart more but they actually did a study like they didn't they didn't find the study when they were trying to study something else, and they realized the force. No, they, like, they, wanted they were like, to know "Let's the see if people who eat vegan fart more."
1: Who is they? Like, who did the study? Who are these people? Is it Harvard?
2: Uh, let's see. I'm going to guess not Harvard, Jerry. Yeah,
1: you know that's how much money is spent in this country on stupid studies. Yeah, we've got millions of homeless people. Let's let's do a study on how much uh, people fart when they go vegan.
2: Yeah. What are we doing? Jerry? This was done by the University of New South Wales in Sydney, Australia. Sounds real. Farting is a sign of a healthy diet and a healthy colon, according to the study.
1: <laughs> Your saying, condo must smell lovely. <laughs> they're, saying, they're saying that uh, you shouldn't be ashamed of farting. Maybe that's why Whimsy gets up at midnight. He's trying to get back at you, right? You well, smelly bastard. Or,
2: or I don't realize I'm farting in the night.
1: <laughs> Maybe you're waking her up. Things have been going well
2: with that. She has not been waking oh, good. me up since I came back from vacation, so almost two weeks. Oh, look at you. Almost two weeks, Jerry.
1: I noticed you've been a lot less of a prick lately. Yeah, I've been a
2: little <laughs> bit. Well, let's see
1: how the Giants do tonight, and we'll see how I am tomorrow. But you're not going to watch it anyway, so who cares? Uh, I will see it. Like on a Sunday, I could see it bothering you. You're not going to stay up to watch this whole game tonight, though.
2: No, no, I'm going to watch the uh, – I might either go game right. pass in the morning, but which is 45 minutes. But you're not minutes.
1: going to invest no. anything. Three to three hour and 20 no, I'm not going to be annoyed by entire.
2: each individual play. You're right. You're right.
1: You'll get through. This is actually an easy one.
2: For you're right. You know, you're right. This is an easy one for me. Plus, I'll be eating vegan and farting the entire uh, <laughs> game.
1: So, uh, so there, Jerry. So, if you have any vegans in your life, can you eat Tostitos multi grain chips on a vegan diet? I
2: think so. Probably right. I don't think there's anything animal products in there
1: with salsa. I yeah, I could do. I could as and well guac. I, you know, a lot
2: of times you'll see things on packages. They'll say, um, what, what's uh, uh, keto friendly. Yes. So they should put vi- like vegan friendly. I'm
1: sure some do. Well, I don't think like, like they do. Like,
2: toastitos but... should just start doing that. Vegan. You're right. That's definitely not keto, right? Because keto, you can't eat chips. I would think you can. I think keto is a meat diet,
1: it's mostly
2: meat. Mostly meat. And it's
1: very low carb. It's not, you don't cut them completely out, but it's very low carb, I believe.
2: So what's the difference between that and the Atkins diet, where I don't people used to eat like the, bacon and meats?
1: I, the only, I, I believe the Atkins diet is like, um, oh hell, what's the other one? Where I think it's one, I think it's one hundred percent carb free. Oh okay, that could be Atkins. Yeah, I but think I you're I'm right. not a hundred percent though. I don't. I've never looked into Atkins.
2: I'm going to look into this keto. But uh, one of the guys on Jersey Shore, Vinny, was doing keto, and he had really smelly farts. They said.
1: Well, keto also because I have I have many friends that have done it. Not one of them has sustained it. Really? There's not one. That,
2: uh I think, has been on it for quite which a is while great. now.
1: Uh, the longest any of my friends did it were about seven months. And it just got to a point where it was way too... Re- it's Not that it's that restrictive, but if you like to go out and you like to do things... Yeah. If you like to have your Friday night beer... Yes. If you like a slice of pizza once... Right. I mean, these are all I things do. that you're not doing. And I, you know, I enjoy those things. Right. So, it, you know, it's fine for a month, two months. Again... In the cases of my friends that have done it. But it's, you know, and one of my friends, I guess like week, week three, like and I don't understand enough. I have not looked into the keto diet enough, but I guess what he said was when he hit like like full ketosis, yeah, he says he just, he smelled like your body releases like, we I don't know. He oh, just, really? And he just, and it was about a week that he noticed like he couldn't even stand the smell of himself. Oh boy. And then it goes away as your body adapts. But he said he had five to seven days where he just, just bad body odor. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's a, how bad do you want it? And then when you screw it up, it's almost like you got to start over. Yes. Because so, you're
2: out of ketosis.
1: Yeah. It's it's interesting. I You know, I don't know. There's got to be something to it because people do lose a lot of weight on it. But I also, yes. again, I don't know anybody that stayed with it. I'm assuming Monagle is still on it. I don't know. But I don't know anyone that has been able to sustain and it. And
2: if he her. would be smelling, Craig would bring that right up on the air. And I haven't heard that come up.
1: Well lucky for him if indeed that was the case he started doing it well before Craig was here. Okay
2: so his body got he,
1: he would got have gone through, through the odor part. Already, we
2: yes. should ask him when we see him out yeah, here.
1: Yeah, I, I will actually. All right.
2: Here's a good headline, Jerry. Oklahoma man poops in grocery store freezer. Woman accidentally puts hand in it reaching for groceries. So a woman is very upset. She quote Did you I,
1: just start this by saying here's a good story?
2: It, well, I should have said an interesting <laughs> story, Jerry. Oklahoma City This happened in Uh, a woman. She said, uh, quote, I pick up a bag of pizza rolls and there's literally blank poop.
1: Human blank.
2: I was upset. I was disgusted. I feel like I was violated. She told the local news. I grabbed the bag. I felt something smushy on the bag. So I turned it over and there it was. Poop. Mm hmm. Yep, the police got involved, and they want to talk to a man. They have a photograph of the man. Pooping. Well, it says, quote, that individual was then observed, went to the cooler section where he proceeded to defecate inside one of the coolers before leaving the business. I love this quote by the police. It's a little bit disturbing.
1: A little? (laughs) I mean, I guess... (laughs) We don't see this much. I guess when you deal with... You know, people dying in car accidents and murders and domestic violence, I guess, yes, that would be a little disturbing compared to what's really disturbing. But in the grand scheme of things, this is just another example that humans are filth.
2: This occurred at a uh, supermarket there called Crest. Like I said, it's a chain out in Oklahoma City.
1: Horrible. What a gross story, man.
2: So the guy was just in the supermarket had to go to the bathroom and decided oh, I'm going to do it in the freezer section. And what he did is he pooped on a bag of pizza rolls and then put another bag over his poop. Do
1: oh. you think it would freeze?
2: Maybe he thought it would freeze.
1: That's I mean that you've brought a lot of gross stories to the yes, table I over the last however many years. Yeah. That's 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 disgusting.
2: And if I may do an homage to Norm McDonald, it's just a bad guy, Jerry. Yeah. Ooh, here's a very weird story. That was your homage? Yeah. <laughs> this one's even weirder than... Oh, my God. ...the Oklahoma City story. This comes from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Look at you. Buenos Aires.
1: Yes. Not in the United States, Al. That is not in the U.S., no. thank you. Not in, It's uh, not near New Mexico.
2: No. it does. It is odd to hear New Mexico you think Mexico, but...
1: Okay. I've, well, but, you don't think York for New York? No,
2: but like... New Mexico being a, an actual state in the United States sounds weird because we know Mexico, that's a different country. i have
1: been a state for 100 years.
2: I know, it's been a while.
1: It's just bothering you now?
2: <laughs> yeah. You would think I would know by now.
1: I would think you would know
2: by now. Police in Argentina are investigating, Jerry, after a gardener discovered a severed penis in a jar at a house he was doing the weeds. You know, he was like trimming weeds. Uh, let's see. It was, what uh, would you do
1: if you saw that? Would you throw up? I might. Because uh, my stomach question. actually is turning right now just thinking about it.
2: The gardener had accidentally broken the jar as he tended to his mom's overgrown grass.
1: Was the penis covered in feces? It was not. in the supermarket.
2: It was not. Two, two different stories. He was struck by the strong smell once the glass broke. Pickles? Uh, penis. Pickles. Uh, The forensic experts uh, with the police... pickled penis. ...took the jar and the penis away after being called to the scene. They have not yet confirmed who they suspect severed the
1: penis. Was the penis in solution to be reattached?
2: It sounds like it was like in formaldehyde. Right. Like someone was saving the penis as a trophy of some sort. I would look to a serial killer. They haven't confirmed who they suspect severed it or who it belongs to.
1: Can DNA prove who that
2: is? Uh, I guess so. If if but only if the DNA if the person they is on record. Prime, right. Or if they gave their DNA to like twenty three andme me and right. left it open up. So, uh yeah, that happened in Argentina, Jerry. Penis what are, in the are your jar. thoughts about that story, Al? Uh, all
1: you know on... all you very conveniently did was read it.
2: <laughs> I'm just here reading
1: the news, Jerry. <laughs>
2: i think it's odd that it was uh severed in the first place odder that it was in a jar than if it was just thrown in the garden like it's weirder to me that it was in a jar I tell you. a new study is out jerry that says 40 percent of people would have sex with a robot if it was a humanoid
1: robot in other words not like uh well we know machine this, looking people already are i mean people have sex with blow-up dolls like, why would you not have sex with a robot that looks like a human? Would That's you? a great
2: question. Would I have sex with a robot? Yeah. That would probably. I probably would. If like, it, if it looked really human?
1: I, this is what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. And you know you've seen them. I had, like, a real doll. They look they real. They do look pretty real.
1: They do look real.
2: Now, the minute I was... Finished? Finished. I would be so disgusted with my. But if you self. didn't get
1: rid of it, you'd be right back there the next day.
2: Let <laughs> <laughs> me just go put this in the basement <laughs> till tomorrow. Because you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. 40%. All 40%,
2: right. 40%. Which uh, means 60% are passing.
1: Uh, or they're undecided. Or the right. So Here's they'd what be- I would say 40% say yes. Forty percent want to say yes. Twenty percent say no. <laughs> so
2: really, it's eighty percent. I think so. But forty percent of those people are like, "What if someone I know?"
1: I think it depends on your situation. Results? If you're a single guy fifty years old, do what you want. Who cares? Are you, you hurting anybody?
2: No, you're not.
1: Then go for it.
2: You're hurting nobody, Jerry. If you're
1: fifty and married, that's a problem.
2: To have sex with a robot?
1: Uh, yeah, no. To be married? <laughs> yes, of course. That would be a problem. Unless your
2: wife is okay with it because it's only a robot.
1: If your wife's okay with it, then go for it. Right. I have another survey, Jerry. Wow. Look, you are, I mean, you have come to the table with some
2: stories. I got some stories on Thursday. Most Americans, quote unquote, steal mini hotel toiletries. Are you someone, Jerry, who will take the shampoo? Like, you know, you get the mini bottles of shampoo and soap and conditioner and lotion. Do you ever take it home?
1: Um, yes, but I've also used, no, let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. The shampoo, no, absolutely not. But the hand lotion, yes. Once I, if I use it, I'll brow, I will take it. Yeah. I'm not going to leave it there or, because otherwise you're throwing it out. Right. So why waste it? I feel bad wasting. You know what I do like? There was a resident, oh, damn it. It's a really nice hotel that Rutgers stays at. I think it's in Columbus, uh, in Ohio where... They have this they have automatic shampoo dispensers. Oh, okay. So there's no waste right. at all. And it's really clean. Like you don't feel like it's a beautiful hotel. That I like. But everyone else, they give you the small little thing. You never if you're only there for one night, you don't use it all. Correct. And it goes in the garbage. So the lotion I will take home if I use it. Otherwise I leave it on the on the counter.
2: I used to take all when we were going on the Monday night football trips with Robes. Boomer all the time, I used to take all of the mini like hand lotions and soaps and...
1: But you didn't use any of the soaps or... N- no, like I would I would take... Whatever was left over? Yeah.
2: Well, well, if I didn't use the... Like if there was a soap that I didn't use oh, okay. or... A, a, I would always take them. And then at one point, this is when I was in Basking Ridge, I like looked in my closet. I was like, I have like
1: 40 bottles
2: of little shampoos. What am I
1: doing? I know. And I threw them all out. And then, you know, not for anything, the the idea of... "Quote unquote," stealing them? Yeah, you did pay for them.
2: No, no, they—they they, and I think they expect that you'll right. take
1: them. I mean, you know, you're paying two hundred and thirty-nine dollars for fourteen hours in a hotel room. Yeah, you can take the ninety-nine cent piece of shampoo.
2: Plus, I, I think they, they get might. those shampoos for free. They might because the companies that make the shampoo they want you to go buy them. They want you to go. Oh, yeah. this was a lovely. And I've done that. Th- yeah, the same here. I've done that. There was one. I don't know if they were Marriotts that had them. These they had these lotion shampoos and conditioners that had like an orangey type scent. Okay. It, was so, it was like an orange vanilla scent. It was so good. I bought products after
1: that. You see that? You worked. You're a test case. It worked for me, Jerry. It did. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Another story. I have one more story, Jerry. This is nuts. One more story. This is going to be
2: a long description when I do the rundown. I would say so. Uh, UPS, uh, which is the United Postal Service, Jerry. Is that no, right? Or United? No, no, Par- no, you idiot! It's
1: oh. the United Parcel Service. USPS is United States Parcel. So UPS. United States Postal Service. Right. United Parcel Service. The big brown trucks. Yes. That's UPS. You said that so confidently. Which
2: is this? <laughs> They're saying, Jerry, that there is a su- going to be a supply chain drag in Christmas present deliveries. And that you should be placing your Christmas present orders
1: now. Okay. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that either. I'm still Amazon ordering. Amazon will get me stuff within yeah, a week. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not ordering
2: Amazon it. and getting stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm not, not concerned. Speaking of
2: UPS, today I ordered two chairs. Yeah. Like recliners, but two like hopefully not large recliners because I right. want to put them in a, a bit of a tight spot. They're, from Ashley Furniture I ordered them. But Ashley Furniture is not delivering them. UPS is delivering them. Sure. What? Well, Am I going to That makes me think I'm putting this chair together. Of course you are. But I ordered from a, a furniture store. What does that mean? I, I've never put a couch together when I've ordered a couch from Ashley couch. Furniture. I'm nervous that like the UPS guy because here's the You're thing: throw the box all over the place, it's yeah, chipped. Or where I live, for whatever reason. I have three, but the condo I live in has a multiple entrances, depending right. on where you live in the condo. The UPS guys and gals, they just put the packages wherever. Sometimes yes. it's essentially around the block.
1: Mm, that sounds fun. Are I going to carry two big chairs? You might have to. I might have to. Yes, you might. We bought, was it our, uh, not the kitchen table. It was a kitchen table. I had to put that together. And you bought it from like a furniture store? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Now, I think some. I would think Ashley is one of those places where they will do delivery and installation. But you got to yeah. pay for it. Are you really gonna pay someone to put together a chair? No, I think I could do that. Jay. Yeah, How'd the um, the TV mounting go.
2: I haven't uh, done it yet. I Did you find I... the time yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have the TV or the mountain right now. Oh, well, that's
1: a good reason why.
2: Although this was interesting, a listener, a uh, fine listener to the podcast. This morning sent me a link to a product on Amazon that he uses and loves. It's a TV mount that you don't have to find the stud. It's but it's not one that you can pull out like you put it on the wall and it's on the wall like it's not a
1: I wonder how does it
2: It does secure it, it. it uses multiple nails in the I guess into the way the sheet rock? into the sheetrock, multiple nails into the sheetrock and the way that it leverages itself I imagine it's like, you know how you um, people do pull-ups in their doorway? And you're like, how yeah. does that work? Yeah, yeah. But the way it's leveraged, I don't know. The guy says he uses it everywhere. Okay.
1: Send me the link if you don't mind. I will. If you remember.
2: But I'm thinking uh, I, would, I want the one that pulls out and swivels.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's the best one. Yeah. A little tougher to put together, but that is the best one. Mm-hmm. I did that, believe it or not, I did that for Kim in her parents' house before we were even engaged.
2: So they had I would never have guessed there were wall mounts back then. Yeah. Not even kidding. Oh
1: my god, nineteen probably nineteen flat screen TV. I did that. And well that's the thing. It wasn't even a flat screen TV. Wow. It was a heavy duty swivel wall mount. Wow. And it was a lot of, I remember I'll never forget it was the pressure I was under because her dad was very handy. Yeah. And she asked me to do it. I was like, Oh crap. I'm like, I don't do anything. Well, can't your dad do it? I'm like, right, where are the directions? Like I went like step by step and I got it. I did it. I did it fine. And it was no worries was
2: good. Yeah, if you go step-by-step step with things... The, with the, most things. Yeah, the key is not to assume something and go on to the next exactly step.
1: Exactly right. That's when you run into trouble every yeah. time. It's almost like that's why they actually write the instructions step-by-step, right. step, jackass.
2: So I'm going to have to change out the kitchen faucet, Jerry. Well, you I'm got gonna going to mount the TV. On. I'll probably take the weekend for that.
1: You got the time? Go for it.
2: You got the time. You've got the place. Low and brow. <laughs> Boy, that's like the fourth Lohenbrow mention. Exactly. Look at that. Listen for it later on in the warm-up they show. They make that? I believe they do still make Lohenbrow.
1: I should have a Lohenbrow party. That'd be awesome.
2: You wouldn't come. Probably not. Right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Ooh, and tomorrow's Friday. Holla. That's your boy. And we've got a uh, local game tonight, Giants-Washington football team. I we'll got be it. chatting about that.
1: Because all there is is a boring Yankee-Oriole game.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mets are off. They play the Phillies come to City Field tomorrow. Yeah, Friday. Uh, Yep, so just uh, Yankees-Orioles. So luckily we have Giants-Washington football
0: team. All right. So. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app.
2: Good morning, campers.
0: Al Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't sound. Right, here we
1: go, 502, what do you say? It is a Thursday morning, week two in the National Football League, along with the Eddie Scazzeri, the handsome man a little in front of me and to my left. His name is Al Brett Dukes. What's up, man? How are Good you? Good morning,
2: Jerry. I actually uh, texted Sal during his program today. Really? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a nice thing. I was. Uh, <laughs> it was not towards Sal, but it was towards one of his callers. He right. actually took a call today late in the show where the guy wanted to tell him the name he had for the Eli Manning, uh, the catch that was made on the helmet by what's his name?
1: Yeah, uh, David Tyree. David Tyree. Yeah
2: he was calling to tell sal the name he had for that cat
1: that's awesome and i i texted sal i want to murder this caller so just so just so i have this straight eddie my faders up yes so you were listening intently and closely to the overnight program on the radio station that's true as opposed to yesterday during the show today i bought beads i (laughs) swear to god i swear we really kept your attention huh you just told me that during the show, the morning show between 6 and 10 in the morning, that Greg and I were so incredibly boring that you bought Harry Krishna beads. <laughs> that did
2: happen yes. But you
1: listened to Sal. That's great. And you I know had what? Sal on, yeah. That is awesome.
2: <laughs> it was I felt Sal's pain. I was like, oh, my God, this caller. And Sal even made a great point. Sal said when he was screening calls for Mike and Chris 100 sure. years ago. There were days where he just took calls about that. He goes, and here he is in 2021. Yeah, taking calls about. Oh that. my god! Making you think. Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari. <laughs> you only got to do that 108 times, Jerry, and you'll find Zen. 107 more. 107 more, and you'll have Zen. You just did one. <laughs> All that and more on yesterday's post-game podcast. <laughs> That's exactly uh, now right. Now, Hare, Hare Krishna. <laughs> yes, exactly. Probably going to be Hare Krishna. Well, I'm not we'll sure see. yet. I'm we'll ordered, I've ordered my meditative beads. I, I know. I got gotcha. you. They're not getting here until uh, next week because I'm pretty next sure they are Next week. I'm pretty sure that comes straight from India, Jerry.
1: I got new cable equipment in 24 hours. Yeah,
2: some things you get
1: quickly on uh, Amazon,
2: and some things uh, takes a little while. So
1: I have this right. So just from listening a little bit, driving in, yeah. and what you just told me, Sal's program was basically about David Tyree, the catch, in the 1986 Mets. Correct. It was a throwback. <laughs> just did a little throwback action. We <laughs> were talking about the 1951 Giants, too. Yes. <laughs> That's wow. correct, Jerry. Oh, God.
2: So I want to start John with... in Long
1: Island. Oh, Sal. I oh, was at the 27 Yankees game. <laughs> it's a good lord. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Dave
2: Marin hit me up on Twitter, Jerry, right before the program started. And I thought he had a great question, and I thought it'd be good for you to answer as well. And I don't, I'm don't. not even sure where I stand on his question. Dave Marin sent me a video of a, of a guy catching a foul ball and, at a baseball game and being, or a home run ball and yeah. being being pressured to give it to a kid. Oh, okay. That's not his kid. He didn't show up to the game with the kid. If you catch a ball at a baseball game now, do you have to give it to a kid? You don't have
1: to do anything.
2: I know you don't have Um, to do anything.
1: Will you be pressured by the audience? I haven't haven't gone to a game without my kids since before they were born. So I haven't had the situation. I have caught two foul balls in the last several years. In
2: Major League Baseball foul balls? Yeah. That's
1: cool. uh, Both Met games, one at Citi Field, one at Baltimore where the Orioles played the match. Were they
2: screening line drives? That would be cool.
1: The one at Citi Field, I was sitting, a friend of ours got a suite. I was in the front row of the suite, and it was a foul ball that I caught. And then the one in Baltimore, we were in the the, uh, the front row of the second level. It hit the cart path. Went straight up into the air, and then I caught it on the way down. Nice. So that was not a screaming line drive. But in both cases, I turned and gave it to my son. Perfect. Um, if I was there with a friend of mine and I caught a foul ball, and it was and the kid asked in a nice way, I might. Yeah, I might give him the ball.
2: Yeah, I probably, I probably would. would too. Like, yeah.
1: or if the kid just looked disappointed that he didn't get the ball. Well, did you? Here is what I would ask: Did you fight with the kid for the ball? No, it came right to you. And the kid came running over
2: for. I didn't see the video. Yeah, what I would do is probably ask the kid, uh, "Would you mind taking a photo?" Ten bucks. With, yeah, or no, just like oh. a photo, and then tell your friends this nice guy gave me the ball. You could do
1: that too. Get a little credit for you could for giving the that. ball. I think I'd probably give him the ball,
2: but I think we might be jaded in that we've had a lot of sports, cool sports experiences because we work here. True. If you're a guy who doesn't work in sports and you catch a foul ball, that's pretty cool. You might want to put that on your bar or your office.
1: Like I said to start this, I don't think you have to do anything. You don't have to. I mean, right. You're not a bad guy if you don't give the kid the ball. Right. But I think you're a super guy if you do.
2: All right. Is Jerry. that a fair way to that put is it? Fair.
1: I like it's that. The wrong with not giving it to him, but I, if you do, that's pretty good.
2: I yeah. I I'm gonna say that if the kid looked disappointed or asked nicely, I'd 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 well say, listen,
1: kid. You don't get everything in life. Right. I mean there are disappointments from time to time. I'd probably say beg me to give you this baseball in front of everyone. You would ask a seven year old to beg you.
2: I go, you're not really begging for the baseball. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: want to see some begging. You really are (laughs) some person And post this
2: photo to social media and tag me about how nice I was to give you the ball. Then I might do it. I'm I'm almost embarrassed to listen to this. Fair enough, Jerry. <laughs> your Yankees uh, won a game that I didn't think they were going to win. My Yankees? Yeah, your Yankees, Not Jerry. my Yankees. Why they, did not you think they were going to win? Well, they were playing they, the Orioles.
1: I know, but they had to score two in the ninth to do it. They were winning the whole game. Mm. They were losing for like seven minutes, and you didn't think they were going to win? Seven late minutes, though, they There Jerry. were seven late minutes. That is late true. Late in the did game. Did you like Gleyber Torres' play at second base? What did he do? <laughs> 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 the Orioles had a runner on first. Oh, yes. He had a shot to second. Yeah. He didn't really bobble. He just, he didn't catch it cleanly. Picked it up and instead of throwing a second, just wh- where the runner had barely broken off first, <laughs> he decided just to throw a first. Base. Why
2: did he do that? I
1: don't know. I, I don't, I really don't know. And I don't know if we heard from him. I did, I have not seen any quotes. Yeah. He casually just.
2: Toss the ball to first Almost
1: as if it was like the third out of the inning. Right. Do you think he thought there were two outs? Well, considering it was only the second batter of the inning, I hope not. (laughs)
2: His mind was wandering.
1: Uh, Maybe. You know, you certainly can make the case. Yeah, it's possible. Because he he really does pick it up and just throw to first as if like, okay, nice play.
2: Luckily, it didn't haunt him.
1: No, because they came back and won the game, and he got a hit in the ninth inning to help in the comeback. But, yeah, I mean, that was – that was a puzzling. He's had a weird season in the field. Very yep. weird. Yes, uh, I've been reading a lot
2: about that and seeing evidence of this, Jerry. That one, the latest. Yes. I did say I love I love Brett Gardner. He's my favorite Yankee.
1: Brett Gardner, man, I'll tell you, his numbers at the end of the year, you might, you know, 20 years from now look back and boy, Brett Gardner had a terrible season. And maybe in its totality he did, but he's had some really good spots and big at-bats this year. Is that he had a bloop single that scored two runs in the ninth. Yeah. Three. That was cool. A couple of guys in scoring position, he comes through.
2: I like him. I would take him in a fist fight, too. I like agree. If, if I needed if I needed to team up with a Yankee in He's a got fist grit. fight. Yeah, like I think he could probably even beat up Aaron Judge, even though Judge has size. I wouldn't take it in a boxing match, but a street fight, I
1: you're would take. You're all in on Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner.
2: yeah. He just seems tougher. I hear what you're saying. He's got that big head. Yeah. He's a blue-collar guy. Blue-collar guy. Who makes a lot of money. (laughs) Makes some pretty good
1: cash. Yes, he does. So he's been there forever now. Been there a long time. Longest tenured Yankee. Yeah. And you know what? Is it by far the longest? He's got to be by far the longest. By right now? Yeah.
2: Sure. Who else? I don't know. I can't think of anyone. Because it's him. I mean, he played with Derek Jeter, who seems like he retired ten years ago. Doesn't that? Yeah, I know. It's nuts, isn't it? Which I'm sure he didn't retire ten years ago, right, Jerry? It's only been...
1: Uh, Jeter retired, well, five, six years ago. Six
2: years ago. Yeah, because
1: it's five years, uh, the Hall of Fame is five years after you retire, oh, and they right. were postponed the one year for COVID, so six years ago. Wow, you did the math nicely Look at on that. that. Just don't ask Sal to do the math. No, he's not a big math guy. No, no. I noticed. Yeah, he had trouble uh, subtracting, uh, 20 from 41. Uh,
2: yep, well, that's, it could be troubling. Yes, uh, Jordan Montgomery tonight, Jerry. Yankees play, uh, luckily play the Orioles again.
1: I'm surprised you didn't talk about your boy Nestor Cortez. Eleven oh, strikeouts. Nestor you're right, great Jerry last night. He did look great. He really did. If you would have told me Nestor Cortez would go into the seventh inning, strikeout eleven, give up one run and not get the win with the Yankees in Baltimore, yeah, I wouldn't have taken that
2: bet. Yes. Uh six and a third innings, Jerry. 11 strikeouts.
1: I know. The guy was dominant. He struck out the side of color. He was really good. And Gary Sanchez got robbed of a
2: home run. These things happen. Which is cool. I mean, he even looked... Gary Sanchez looked impressed. Nice catch. As he went rounding first base, thinking he was going to do the full home run trot. He, like, gave, like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Pete Alonso got robbed of a home run as well last night. Who's going around? We... We were robbed of two home runs in New York alone last night, Jerry, yeah. in the sports world. You know
1: who didn't get robbed of home runs? Who? The Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> they did not get robbed of home they runs. Is the Mets season now just officially yeah. over? I mean, it's 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 right on the brink. Because
2: I, I kept hearing callers leading into this Cardinals series. Yeah. All the Mets got to do is sweep the
1: Cardinals. Correct.
2: Well, They and, got swept.
1: Right. But now think about had they won, forget even three, if they won two of three, they'd still be very much alive. Yeah. You can't lose. First of all, you can't lose two. And losing three was a disgrace. Right now you're dead. You are. You absolutely are dead. dead. And were you? Did you notice? Because I know you're locked in. That you got a, a little shout out from Carton and Roberts yesterday after the Luis Rojas interview.
0: Um, let me hear. I was told I was a D last week. So ask the same questions. Be nice. That's what somebody tweeted me, and I said, "All right, I'll try." That was Al. Dude, who my- cares? <laughs> <That was laughs> Al- he what? Says- but yeah.
2: I did hear that interview, and I was uh, paying attention to see if Evan treated him properly.
1: He did, and he, I thought he, he took a step back, too. He did, because I think they're just, it's enough now. I feel, you know, there's, and I'll place some throughout the course of the morning. There were a couple of very interesting answers from Rojas. Is that right? About the way, well, you listened to the I interview. I did listen to it. Did you not pick up on the Stroman, Edwin Diaz, all that? Yeah, we, he, he was essentially saying, yeah, I wish they would pitch more. But they can't. I mean, what? A, I don't know. It was a very odd vibe.
2: Was it? It was an odd vibe because it felt like the last interview.
1: Yeah, I mean, it also felt like a guy who doesn't know what to say because he's trying to protect the players. Yep. But he knows in his in his own mind, wuss bags. Like guys, <laughs> you gotta play. But he wouldn't say it. Why not? On the since he knows he's out, right? Everyone thinks. I don't he's think he's out. The, here's why. I don't think he's going to be out of the organization. Really? I don't. I More think they like, like him them? a lot. Um, I don't know. You could reassign him somewhere if he because I don't think Luis Rojas, with what he has done here, is going to go out and get another managing job. I could see the Mets saying, "Listen, not for you right now. Do this," and he might do it. But if, a young he went, guy.
2: if he went in one of his final radio interviews and called the, the current players
1: wussbags, bags, probably would be like, we I can't, think that might do it. We yep. can't reassign him now. That we would, just called our players wuss bags. I also think it would proc- uh, preclude him from getting another job anywhere.
2: <laughs> listen, guys, I agree with you. These pitchers got to go longer. Or they're just a bunch of wussbags bags now into 2021. But you listen to the interview. Don't you get the sense that's what he wanted to say? <laughs> I got to like, be honest with you. Because you Evan wasn't out. being mean to him, and it seemed sad. like a regular interview. It <laughs> seems like a sad interview.
1: Yeah, I partially checked out. Yeah, no, I hear you. So today's what, September sixteenth? So you got at least two more of those. It was not the last one.
2: Yeah, I guess they think he's
1: going to be fired before that. Nah, I th- why? No, I did. Why? At don't this know. point, just finish. Like, what? What is the point of firing him now? Yeah, no point. You're too far back. If you were going to do that, I would have done it four weeks ago. To see if you get something out of the team, spark. Yeah, at this point, it's. I mean, it's. You just lost three to the Cardinals. It's over. It's over. I know. Watching that '86 Mets documentary, we hate the Cardinals, Jerry. We still hate them from the the '80s. I'm glad you brought that up. So Sal's talked a lot about it. So far, from listening to him and Greg brought up a great point yesterday. I think in a break, I don't think I'll learn a damn thing new about this because everything Sal discussed, we knew about, but he didn't because he's younger. And even G said yesterday, I said to Greg, why would we watch this? And he goes, well, I think the point would be for someone like me who was only four years old, he doesn't know a lot about them. He didn't see those videos that we saw earlier. Uh, That makes sense. I have not, anybody that has referenced that first part of the documentary has not referenced anything we weren't aware of yet. So maybe it is for the younger generation, Mm. as they say. Well, I did watch...
2: Episode 1 yesterday.
1: So give me something you learned that I didn't. I wouldn't have known about.
2: Well, I didn't recall. Now, uh, I, th- that was in my prime of high school. Okay. Ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th This is when
1: you were running around with the girls. I had no
2: girlfriends. Oh. <laughs> I was watching Mets baseball every night. <laughs> okay. But I don't recall them being... I don't, I don't recall the, how it led up to piece by piece getting there by getting George Foster. Really? All the trades they made? Gary and- Carter, I, uh, getting Keith Hernandez. Yeah. Like, I just didn't remember, and I didn't remember how good they were in 85.
1: Oh, sure. They were on the brink. Yeah. And they were, they were on the brink. Absolutely. And I
2: didn't realize how cocky Davey Johnson was. Yeah. What a cocky
0: bastard.
1: But again, this is nothing. I mean, Eddie, is that anything you didn't know? Any of this? None of it, right? I mean, right. But um, all of it, that, there, there's nothing that any book we've read about them so far. There's nothing earth shattering in it.
2: Yeah, but it was still fun to see.
1: More well, you could do that about the two thousand Yankees if you wanted. Sure, that's true. I mean, we lived it. We, but it'd be cool to kind of re, to watch it yes. again, or I should say the ninety eight Yankees. That was the team that won one hundred and fifteen thousand games. That would be cool to watch. But I don't think we'd learn anything. The other weird thing I thought is, you know, 1985,
2: 86 was not that long ago. No, the video footage I have is fuzzy. Wasn't HD.
1: Uh, it's, it, it was even... VHS video. Yes, that's the problem. Right, right. The technology wasn't where it is now. They
2: VHS tape things and then put those VHS tapes on the on the heater by the window yeah. where the sun <laughs> hit it and the heat from yes. your heater hit it. <laughs> You're right. Oh, my friend had all the Howard Stern W O R Channel Nine shows. And he had the ball on VHS, and he kept them stored on the heater by the window. So yeah. they all got warped. Warped and shot. The Dwight Gooden, you would think, pitched in the 1920s, <laughs> the, the, the video footage that they
1: had on this thing. It was so blurry. What's funny about that is then you see video from probably, if we were talking about Jeter, like the early 2000s, which is 20 years ago now. And it looks fine. You're right. But yeah, you go back to the 80s, ugh it's not good quality. Did They record what? Did they, you're right. I guess they record on VHS. Tape. Yeah, absolutely. That's what and it they was. probably
2: bought the cheap tapes, and they probably put it set it to six hour instead of two hour or eight you get hours.
1: Yes, you're part to to lengthen it. You're exactly right. Right, you get the crappier quality. All right, we'll take a quick break. Five seventeen, just getting started. We got Boomer and Geo coming up top on the fan.
0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna,
1: Krishna Krishna, Hare Hari. It goes just with the music. I love it, I love it. 5.25, hello. Our names are Alan Jerry. One other in Geo at six. Uh, if I could
2: do one other quick thing from that uh, Mets documentary, you can do
1: whatever you like.
2: What was interesting is uh, during that season, it was either eighty five or eighty six. I, I get a little confused. Uh, the Keith Hernandez went on uh, there was like a drug trial for Major League Baseball <laughs> for when he was with St Louis. For when he was with St Louis, yeah. and uh, the commissioner at the time was trying to clean up the game, and it, this was during the season. Uh, he had to go on trial, and he was saying how cocaine is the mm-hmm. devil, and cocaine, cocaine. And he didn't know how he was going to be received when he got back to baseball. Standing ovations. <laughs>
0: Standing ovation <I>
2: at <laughs> shake. Yeah. So hilarious. And then, of course, when he we went on the road, people booed him. Oh, well, of course. But... Yeah, standing ovation at Jay.
1: There was a great, and maybe this is why I, I don't have as much interest in this. Yeah. There was a great video done on the 86 Mets, their championship um, tape. You know, the I got, season tape. The season in review where it starts with what happened in the offseason leading into spring training, and then it takes you with their crappy start to the season, and then when they picked up, and then all the way through the World Series, and then ending with the parade. Very well done, and that was done back probably 1987. Yeah. I still have that video somewhere. I just don't have a VHS player to play it on. So a lot of what you're talking about was covered in that. Yeah. So it's, you know, and there's also an 85 tape that I had. Um, you had them all, Jerry. I had a lot. I used to have the Met ones. I had the Cowboy ones, and I had a couple Yankee ones. And then you had Football Follies. Did had Football Follies. that I is very football. true. I,
2: is had true. Yeah, I had NFL's hardest hits. Yeah, sure. And Football
1: Follies. Jack Tatum would be in those hardest Ooh. hits.
2: Yeah, Jack Tatum, the 85 Bears of smacking course, smacking people around. Yeah, the Giants had some nice well, defenses as L- well, team. Jerry.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh
2: yeah. By the way, the uh, the guy who ripped off the Alonzo home run, Alonzo could have had uh, two home runs last night. The dude went over the wall and grabbed it. His name was Laurels Lars Newtbar. was a good name. <laughs> That's your favorite uh, candy bar, you said. The, the Lars, Newt Bar. The Lars Newt Bar.
1: I like the Big Nut Bars back in the day. Oh, the Planters.
2: Planters Big Nut Bars. Do you Jerry. remember those? We I were, do remember them.
1: I'm trying to think. What was, what did we indulge more in here at this radio station? The Planters Big Nut Bars or yeah. the Ben & Jerry's ice cream back in the day when we had the freezer put well, in the station,
2: I didn't work here in the Ben and Jerry era. That's true.
1: That was like 98. That's but true. But the big
2: nut bar era, there was, that was a the boomer
1: and carton time.
2: There was a pallet.
1: Yeah, I a know.
2: pallet full of big nut bars. <laughs> I know they were just in the basement in Queens. It was whatever you wanted. Have a
1: big nut bar. And they were billed as like a healthy snack. Yes, which they probably were. The problem is you can't eat three of them.
2: And They're not healthy. Give I- me a big nut bar. Yeah. Oh, because the thing that holds the nuts together. The peanut butter. Or it was like honey or something. It was like That'd peanut butter and honey. Yeah. Big
0: nut bars. Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> planters big nut bars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was sweeping the nation back then, Jerry. Yeah, it was. And I don't Do they still make them? Oh, yeah. They still
0: make really the do. planters I've not seen those
2: in the stores. Well, they've got to start advertising again. They so should. So we could get them going. I'm a big fan. You're a big fan of big Gooey
0: mu- nougat.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: the new Lars Nut bar. <laughs> Like, some candy company, if he really, like, makes it in the bigs, should go to him and make that bar. If the, get the, like, yeah, you got to get on him now when he's not very popular. I have a serious question. Yeah. Now, this is where, a lot of times you'll ask this, and it really is dumb, like, when you ask, is New Mexico actually in the United States? Yes, that was a quick question. (laughs) That that was one of the dumber things I've heard you ask, but that's okay. This is, this might actually compete with that. And, Eddie, you probably know better than we will. Was the Baby Ruth bar, did that have anything to do with Babe Ruth? Good question, Jerry. No. It did not. It was uh, Theodore Roosevelt's child. That's what it was about.
2: His child was named Baby Ruth? It
1: was Ruth.
2: Was this in the Babe Ruth era?
1: Uh, no, well. It's, it's close, Te- isn't no, it? No, Teddy Roosevelt was, like, right around the turn of the
2: 20th century. All right, so around the 1900s, Jerry. <laughs> and the 27 Yankees. Twenty-seven years later. Well, yeah, but Babe
1: Ruth played before then. Mm.
2: But I, but I was always worried, Ruth, I was wondering about me that.
1: too. I so would that get... candy bar is after Teddy Roosevelt's daughter. Yes, I would have checked if
2: there was a multiple choice. Is the Babe Ruth, Baby Ruth bar named after Babe Ruth? I would have checked. Yes, yes, yeah,
1: so would I have. I never knew that. Me neither. And I never thought to ask anybody. I just figured since we asked stupid questions on the show, why the hell not? Teddy Roosevelt wore a monocle, which was just a single. The lens,
2: a lens. That you I think put I'd like one eyeball. of those. Oh, I'd love to see you with a monocle. Walk softly and carry a big, big stick. stick.
1: I would like one of those because I don't want to wear glasses, right? But I can't see anything anymore. If you could just put a monocle, Jerry, in your front pocket, why can't I use a magnifying glass?
2: I don't know that's a good question.
1: That seems like that would make sense, right? Then this way, I don't need the glasses, and anytime I need to read something, just pick it up. I'm good. <laughs> and plus, you'd look like a detective. Like last night, I had to score a baseball game. Mm-hmm. I'm not Evan. It wasn't a Met game. I had a travel baseball game at six o'clock last night but my coach who usually does the game on the app so he does pitch by pitch wasn't there so i had to bring a book and do the game for the first time in got to be 5 years i couldn't see anything if you only had a magnifying oh glass. my yes that's exactly what i was
2: thinking what about this instead of glasses we Use the magnifying glass, and you uh, smoke a pipe as well. So you really look like a detective from the twenties
1: <laughs> with your baby Ruth bar. I, I would be in, and give me, <laughs> and give me. We talked about this the other day. Give me a low and brow, and a low and brow. Perfect. Yeah, why don't we use the uh, magnifying? I glass? I don't know. I feel like it's an unused resource.
2: I don't even have one in my house, and that used to be a thing. It'd be like, get the magnifying glass.
1: Didn't you? you didn't used to burn ants? No, no, I would not. Never. Do that. I of an animal. Come on, Jerry. It's an ant. It's not an animal. Other than I eat them for dinner. Right? Yeah, I love animals. Let's let's whop off its leg.
2: No, I never tried that. Really? Burning ants with the magnifying glass. But I would love to. I I should have a magnifying glass because you need like if you get a splinter, you need the magnifying glass. That
1: is true. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have binoculars in your apartment. I do have binoculars, but they're not good for finding a splinter, Jerry. They're good for finding cheekinis on the beach. Cheekinis. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk a little bit, Jerry, about. Giants, baby. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, go on.
2: Giants uh, Washington, Jerry. It's a big game tonight, eight twenty. Now, I uh Googled some of this. The uh Washington's favored by three. They are the home team. Yeah. And the over under's forty one. Yes. I think You're I'm taking going to, Washington
1: and the under, you I said. I think I'm
2: gonna take the over. You are. Because I do think uh, I do think they'll go over forty-one
1: points combined. But now I, Washington and the high-flying Chargers combined for thirty-six points. Interesting. Are you trying to talk <laughs> me out of this? No, no, no. I'm just I'm giving mm, you the facts. Yeah. You had the Chargers went into Washington last week and put up twenty points. They beat them twenty to sixteen. The over under is forty-one. The Giants last week scored thirteen points and six of them came on the final play of the game. Right. So, really, the Giants and Washington combined for 22 points last week. You're right, Jerry. You
2: know what I should and, and I, I don't know. You do what you want to do. But don't don't did, do that. Before I spoke to you about this just now, in I, I I told you that this season, until it burned me, I was going to take whoever was playing the Jets and whoever was playing the Giants and the under.
1: So, then I think you stick to your gun. I got to stick to that. Because what will happen is if you don't and you lose because of that, you'll be very unhappy right, with yourself. I'll be like,
2: I had a plan.
1: Right. That's what they
2: always say about betting. Have a plan. Don't veer off your
1: plan. Which works until you start losing. Right. And then you start veering off your plan. Yeah, It's kind of like the golf swing. It's like stick with it. Yes. And everybody just tinkers with it nonstop because of a bad couple of shots. And then you don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, so stick with it. a matter of fact, if you could make future bets right now, you should bet all 16 remaining games for both teams. The other team and the under. I'd be very curious how you do. Because then you couldn't do anything except just watch. Right. And see how it goes. That'd be very interesting. That would be interesting. Think you go 50-50 on it? No, I think I'd do better than 50 You think you would win? I do. I think I would win, baby. Remember, though, as they struggle, those over-under numbers will come down in their games. Right. Like, you could end up having, and I don't know who it would be, but there's always a chance you could have an over-under of 38 points in a game. Yeah, that Which sounds low. ridiculous. Yeah. Right. But again, Chargers-Washington, 36. Right, and you're right. Chargers have a high-flying offense. You would certainly think that.
2: Now, I see the Giants have Saquon
1: listed as questionable. Does that mean anything? Yeah, it means they're not sure if he's playing yet. It means it's questionable. <laughs> he's better playing. It means they haven't decided. From what I understand, oh, he better play, Jerry. and from listening to a couple of talking heads, the battle that they're having right now is he's healthy. Why wouldn't you play him? But he's also coming off a torn ACL, and we're really going to play him just four or five days after his first mm-hmm. game back in over a year. So my guess is he'll play but limited. Which, That's stupid. yeah, it's, you know, maybe you, you pick him in spots. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. If I was him, I'd, I'd go to the coach and go, just give me the ball like when we're on the goal line so I can score touchdowns. Yeah, you could do that. That'd be cool. You could definitely use him in certain spots. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what it mean. We'll see. It means he's questionable. for passing situations. Game time to... decision, I would bet. Really? Yeah, I think so. I'd be surprised if we get anything out of the Giants prior to, what was the game? Could go about 8.20? 8.20, Jerry. I'd be surprised if we knew by 6 o'clock what they were doing with him. Interesting. Yeah. I think it'll be he's going to get on the field. We'll take a look. We'll see. We'll monitor. And then let's send it down to Michelle Tafoya. Well, Al. And then uh, they'll tell us.
2: Well, it looks like Saquon Barkley is gingerly on his knee.
1: <laughs> there was one. Ankle,
2: whatever it is.
1: I'm not going to say who. Right. But there was one game last weekend where they go down to the sideline reporter. And we head downstairs to so-and-so with an injury update on the Panthers. Well, thanks. I have an injury update on the Panthers. <laughs> it was like one of those stupid things I do. <laughs> right. It's like she wasn't even listening. Echo lead. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Someone right. could have been in her ear, though, right before she went on. Like I would almost guarantee yeah. you that someone was in her ear, and she didn't even hear them throw Correct. to her. Right. It just sounded ridiculous. I love an echo lead. I'm Well. Uh, last night, Aaron Boone said uh, Aaron Judge didn't have it. Aaron Judge didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Let's take a quick break. Uh, 25 in front of six. We got a big Boomer in Geo giant pregame show. Mets season's over. Yankees are rolling into the playoffs, maybe. Uh, show come up at six on the fan. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, quick moving hour, quarter to six. Own the van Alan, Jerry, a few more minutes. Boomer and Gio at the top. What else, Alan?
2: So, Taylor uh, Heineke, Jerry, is uh, quarterbacking tonight for the Washington football team. Yes. He says, Jerry, he's been dreaming about this his whole life, being well, a starting
1: quarterback in the NFL. Well, I mean, he did start the playoff game against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers.
2: Well, I guess he feels like now he is the main dude. Like he gets some run now. Now he gets some run. Now it's his team, Jerry. All right. We do have a sister station, um, Odyssey Sports sister station in Washington, D.C., Jerry. It's called the WJFK. Mm -hmm. Not sure if you're familiar with it. Legendary talk station. I actually am. At one point. Uh, A caller to WJFK uh, said that uh, he lives in D.C. and he says he sees Ryan Fitzpatrick. All the time at Symington Aquatic Center in Virginia. Okay. That he goes there all the time with his children. Cool. And I guess they have water slides there. And he said that over the summer that he saw Ryan Fitzpatrick go down the fast water slide. Nice. And then was walking around with a hip injury from it. And thinks that's where he got hurt.
1: As opposed to the 280-pound guy that fell on him. I think that re-aggravated Come on, it. Stop. Uh, le- maybe I That's mean he's, cons- he might have got banged up. That's possible. He got banged up at a water but park. he also got clobbered on Sunday.
2: That is also uh, could yeah, go yeah, hand in hand. Definitely part of the story. Which do you think is more likely to injure you, Jerry? Going down the slide really fast or having
1: a large?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with the large guy you? falling on me.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm going to say.
2: Boy, there's so many times in the NFL where guys, and it especially happens when. It happens to running backs when they get stopped and they don't blow the whistle yet, and then they start blowing the whistle as nineteen people are mm-hmm. grabbing them because you got your own lineman trying to push you forward. Sure, you got the defensive guys trying to. And I think where what do those legs look like underneath?
1: I, it's amazing, and it? then they
2: just fall and they get up.
1: I've said to you how many times? I don't understand how there's not an injury on every play in the NFL. <laughs> yes, I mean because not, it's not only what you see. It's what's going on away from the ball, like how are you look at a defensive line and an offensive line? We don't have concussions on every other play. They're banging heads and helmets. They're killing each other. It's really it's fascinating that we don't have more injuries,
2: snapped ankles and yeah,
1: concussions. Absolutely, it's really a, it's a testament to them and the way they take care of their bodies. Unfortunately, their you know their tendons and their muscles wind up ripping because they're they have too much muscle, but. You know, in terms of their durability, when you see the speed of the game and the violence of the game, it is amazing that anybody gets through a full season.
2: Yeah, it's weird when sometimes you'll see, like, a vicious hit and someone will get right up. And then other times... Like, it's a, nothing. A guy stays down and you're like, N- I saw nothing. What right.
1: happened? Or when, you, when a guy tears his ACL doing nothing. Yeah. Like, who was the guy from... Ah, man, who was the quarterback this preseason? He tore his ACL handing the ball off? Yes. Who was I that? I can't remember. That's my quarterback. Was it... um what team oh, Jerry and the guy who uh, had the attractive girlfriend oh yeah AJ McCarron the him I think it was him it was him and he literally tore his ACL as he handed off the football right no pressure no nothing no hit no run no you know no pivot no no cut here you go here's the ball oh my oh, ACL like, how does that happen and yet know. a guy can get crushed by a guy that weighs 250 pounds in full speed get up give me the ball again yeah it's very <laughs> like, strange yeah, it's nuts. I kept worrying
2: about Christian McCaffrey when I was watching that Jet game. That guy was in like every play. He, was he gets involved the ball in. a
1: lot. <laughs> he gets the ball a lot. It's pretty Jerry. much the Carolina McCaffreys. Yeah, that is true. He got he ran the ball. I believe <laughs> he ran the ball eighteen times for ninety seven yards and had nine catches for eighty nine yards. I think handoff,
2: swing passes, yeah. plus he's b- probably blocking on plays he's not involved in. you know,
1: where he's getting the ball. What do I do? Find McCaffrey.
2: That's, that's what was pretty I would much do. it.
1: Yeah. And for and if you're game planning for them, if you go all in on stopping him, then Robbie Anderson slips behind the defense and you get burned for a fifty seven yard. T- oh, that's right, that happened.
2: Well that's the thing. Like, when you watch the, the defensive play zone, then McCaffrey just goes five steps, turns around, Correct. there's no one near him. He's wide open. He's the main guy on the offense. Yes.
1: You I keep, gotta be yeah. a defensive coordinator, James. Keep everything in front.
2: I would just say cover someone cover him.
1: Yeah. Or you could go, how about this? You go three down linemen, you put eight eight in the secondary, and Well, we go seven, you shadow the quarterback. Shadow, right. Yeah. What do they
2: call that? Spy. That's it. That's football terms that I know from playing video games. There you go. Spy on the quarterback. Uh, Urban Meyer said, Jerry, there is no chance he's leaving the Jaguars for the USC job.
1: Keep losing. We'll see. (laughs) It is amazing, though, that he is being asked about a college job week two in the NFL. Week two in the NFL. That's amazing. Yeah, and he had to address it. I guess, you know, if you're, if you're a media member, you, you got to ask the question, right? But that's the only thing he could say. He couldn't go, I'm thinking about it. That would have been awesome. I mean, I don't think I'm going to take the job. I'll but, probably stay here, but I just crossed my mind, sure. But Southern California, Jacksonville. Yeah. It's a thought. It's a thought. I'm I'm here now. This Trevor Lawrence doesn't get his uh, ax straight. Yeah.
2: I'm out. We'll see. I mean, right now, am I the Jaguars coach? Yes. Am I... Would I pick the phone up if USC called? Yes. Especially for Owen 0-6 after yeah. week six. <laughs> Call me in a few weeks. If they could keep that job open for just a couple more weeks, I'll that be was fine. Funny. That was funny. Then I saw Jermichael Finley. what do he do? He says, uh, you know, he used to be a tight end for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He says Aaron Rodgers has lost his hunger
1: to play. Maybe. I mean... I think it's easy to do that when they lose a game like they did on Sunday. Yeah, they got killed. Come win this Sunday. Is the hunger not there? It's back, baby. Yeah, I mean I think you know, we do this a lot with baseball teams. They're not scoring, they look lifeless and dead. Well yeah, because they're being dominated by the pitcher. You get a couple of hits and people come alive because you got something going. I think the same thing when you're not playing well, it looks like you don't care.
2: Who the Packers got
1: this week? Do you I don't know. know off the top of your I, head. I don't know off the uh, top G- of my head. Packers I'm not, I don't know. I he, bet you and he, he looked awful on Sunday. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Packers, Lions, Monday night. Oh, there's a way. Oh, well, exactly. Where's that game? In Green Bay. Oh, good Lord. What's the why play? <laughs> Although Dan Campbell might, you know, tell his guys to bite his kneecaps. Right. Get his kneecaps. Didn't go so good for them the first game, did they? No. Like, I was thinking about that when I saw the be- well, not the beginning of the game. At halftime, they had started already falling way behind Detroit, right? They played San Francisco? Yes. Yes. I think so. Yeah, San Francisco was up early in that game. They were. And you're thinking as you're looking at the third quarter as they're pulling away, and I think back to those stupid comments he made at his opening press conference, like how ridiculous they sound. And I know you don't expect to win every game and I know that and it's only his first game. But when you come out the gate like we're gonna we're gonna beat you down, and then when we beat you down, we're gonna bite your kneecaps and, and crush your kids and we're gonna take your soul and then week one, destroyed. <laughs> he's like so stupid (laughs) uh dan yes i remember
2: the early on you mentioned about biting kneecaps and taking on the uh personality of the city of detroit how'd that go week one
1: (laughs) not great no not great you look like more like beverly hills just roll over a little floofy town
2: (laughs) i finally also realized like i keep seeing these pictures of aaron Rodgers and what he looks like now and i realized what he reminds me of and it's a contestant on survivor
1: <laughs> yes right that is a great call where he hasn't That's been right. able to shower cut yep. his hair he looks like a mess he looks like he's been eating rice did you know gary hogaboom was on survivor i did not the former, former cowboy quarterback number 14 i had no idea my son told me that because he watched the whole series over the summer
2: they're coming back with. Uh, I saw. I think Wednesday another
1: one starting up. Pretty Either,
2: wild. I, I guess next Wednesday is a new uh, Survivor. I have no interest in them. I'm I, not not watching. I mean, doing it. Do oh no, I would. I could never. Do no, because they. You have, although you get nice and slim, Jerry. Well, you don't eat. You don't eat rice. It's called the Alan Dukes diet. You eat white rice, and you all share
1: one tiny fish that someone spears oh, in the ocean. That's disgusting. I'll pass. All right, quick break. We'll come back, wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Gio. It really is a football Thursday right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence, and she's talking about guess who? Urban Meyer. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Yankees won, Mets lost, Then we got the Giants in Washington tonight. What else?
2: I know uh, he doesn't play here anymore, Jerry, this Odell
1: Beckham Jr., but I don't know. something going on with him in Cleveland. He's not playing again this week. Not ready, I guess. I don't know. Remember I was surprised he didn't play opening yeah, was day. weird. And then Kevin Stefanski was telling the media afterwards, yeah, we told you he was questionable. Yeah. And so you guys said, about uh, say Quan Barkley, questionable, questionable. Who knows? We'll see.
2: But he's uh, made it seem uh he was uh, uh, instagramming some things that people thought he was being uh like something, A little snarky? something weird going on It there. might be. He's an odd weird, guy, Jerry.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. And
2: then, Jerry, do you want to do a quick good for
1: you? Segment? Yeah, I like, hey, uh, yeah, Olivia this Rodrigo. Is, hey, good for you.
2: This is where I tell you a story, and then we just, we don't really it's not much to comment on. We just, we say, just say, hey, good for good you. Good for you. like, yeah. Hey, good for you. Uh, Lisa Byington, Jerry, becomes the Milwaukee Bucks' new TV play-by-play voice, the first full-time female TV play-by-play announcer in NBA history.
1: Hey, good for you. Hey, no, we go like this. Hey, Lisa Byington. Oh, uh, good for you. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I heard the story, and my first thought is, cool. Cool. Like, it's, I don't even think it's a story anymore. That's how progressive you are, Jerry.
2: You don't even well, I mean, even Doris see Burke's
1: been doing games for years. Oh. We've seen others do it now, and I think it's great. that It's a full-time gig, for sure, but I think it's awesome, wonderful. Mm. So, it's hey, good, f- good for you. Uh, good for you. Exactly well, right.
2: It's good for you.
1: And she was from, she was doing games on ESPN, correct? Or was she on CBS? WFAN and WFAN FM, New
0: York, and Odyssey Station. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, Alexa, play WFAN.